That'll be us live. Gents, how we doing? Not bad. That'll be yourself. First live stream we're all actually together for a change, which oh, is nice. Mm. I know, we're it's all... Nice they finally do this. We're all here in Copperdale Bundy. <laughs> so, um, welcome to episode 14 of the Time In Podcast. Obviously, we're all here today. We're all joined together. Um, we're also going to be talking about something pretty serious, so we're going to try to keep on topic as much as possible. And yep. what we're going to be discussing... Uh, discussion? Discussing is COVID-19, not so much the pol- political side of it, but more the sort of impact, impact how it's impacted us as actual people. Um, we're not going to get into a big rant about politics, how it was created, yada yada. Um, so, before we start... Only feedback is you have to smile more. <laughs> have to smile more. <laughs> Hiya! <laughs> Prozac boy. But, um, so... First of all, Bundy, do you want to give us a little update on what's happening with the whole podcast? And yeah, yeah. so um, as you can see, live streaming the current episode. Um, hopefully, we're going to be recording another episode today uh, as well. And um, as some people might know, we have been streaming quite a wee bit on um, the Time and Touch channel that we're live streaming this on. Uh, we've had some good support, so I appreciate everyone. Um, Bill, Vic, everyone else, um, Georgia, appreciate it. Um, we are going to be streaming later on, um, Quiplash or Scribble or something along those lines, so um, that will be quite a fun one for people to get involved in as well. Uh, and we are going to be continuing the streams, uh, hopefully pretty regularly. Um, uh, I will be streaming whatever the fuck I feel like. Um, Craig, same. Ewan, same. Aye, that's the plan. That's the plan. Did I uh, not get the memo to wear a black hat? Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a COVID cut. Everybody's got a really bad oh, trim at the minute. Oh, I, know. I know, I know, you're not joking. Wow. Um, yeah. You have to stop shaking your legs because it's making the camera go crazy. Whatever that's behaviour. So. Uh, I'm really wary. I, I didn't realise I'd be exposing like, that. Oh, a <laughs> shot. If, if a nut falls out, I apologise in advance. But anyway. Well, this is a perfect time. Ewan, would you like to tell us a bit about our sponsor, Crucial Rum? Crucial Rum. Logo should be up there somewhere. In fact, we actually have a prop. We have, we have a prop today. Cruiser Rum. There you are. Signed by Maybe. the man himself, Mr. Ian Brown. So we're sponsored by Cruiser Rum, which it came out this week. It did indeed, yeah. He launched, he launched on Monday and he only put it live on his website on Wednesday. That's um, pretty, it's, and it's, as far as I'm aware, it's doing well so far. Yeah, he's been in local papers. Um, he's getting a real bit of... Um, good bit of PR. PR, yeah. There's a, there's a good bit of buzz about it, which is Definitely. cool. Um, so get a discount code at some point so people can try it for like we're going to do at some point when this loser isn't driving and this other loser can drink eh, we're going to do a podcast a live one where we can drink and we're going to set a challenge where we have to buy drinks for the other two yeah we're, it's hopefully it's going to be hideous <laughs> yeah we're thinking what 20 pounds mm-hmm. um, and just buy the weirdest shit that we can um, <laughs> As much vodka as you can for 20 quid. So you somebody's a, getting... You get a really shit stuff. Is it Rushnikov? Ah, uh, no. That's oh. three euros, though. <laughs> anyway. But a um, couple other bits as well. Right where my crotch is, for anyone that's watching the live stream and not listening. Right here. If you want a point as well, just in case anybody gets lost. Oh, um, I don't like it. You can't see my hand. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why do you think I put the laptop there? <laughs> but uh, yeah, our second sponsor is Triumph Cheers. We have a discount code set up, which is Time and Podcast. That will get you ten percent off. They do a range of high quality gaming chairs, sort of lower end, to kind of suit all needs. They can 
some include LED lights, mm-hmm. massagers built in. It's pretty pretty insane. It's got racing series, alternate racing series, and RGB series. There we go. Wow. Um, that's pretty impressive, mate. Yeah, and all of it's available. Could be lying, we don't know. <laughs> it could be, but all of <laughs> All is available at com. I'm pretty sure they're doing free shipping for everywhere in the US and UK at the moment as well, which is pretty cool. So, what are you drinking, boys? I had a beer. I've got a different beer. What have you got? I've got a wee bud so everybody gets the noise again. Honorary fashion. Just, it's it's basically a mix of what beer I had left. That's juice, isn't it? Uh, I have water. (laughs) Um... Because did you get it from a dam? Health. <laughs> Look at the wow. size of this thing. Water because health. So for that reason, I've had one already. I've had this, and I'm going to try and make sure I squeeze in another beer before the end of the recording, just so that we have had three as a collective, picking yeah. up the slack here. Water. H two O as well. Unfortunately, I'm driving, but what can we do? So. Um, I'm just reading the comments as well. If there's any questions, we'll probably look at it to the tail end, um, just to kind of keep the flow of the podcast. We'll have a look at we'll we'll have a look and we'll interact to chat as well because I don't think Vic could go the whole length of the podcast (laughs) without um, being uh, spoken to via chat. So she's already made a wide comment about you being professional. Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. That's that's pretty good. It's fine. You'll you'll go off tangent. So. We're going to start off, I've got some notes here, um, we're doing this pretty rough today, but the impact of COVID, so first of all, I'll fire off to you, Ewan. how has it affected you, what's what's been the biggest impact on you? Work, work seems like the obvious one, yeah. because most people are part office based, at least, so the days I would have been in the office, I'm at home, when I have been out on site, it's been... Where I, where, I'm, where I work, the roads are empty. It was bizarre at the beginning, especially March, April, May. Um, so closer to being back to normal now and not having any training, I found that exceptionally difficult because you're not you're not training with a team. It's quite hard to get motivated in the house. You have no gyms to go to. That, that was really a struggle for me. Training for the b-ball. Yep, yep. And, but it did give rise to like a lot of home workouts and people doing a lot of running because, you know, the five kilometre kind of challenge people are doing for a while who could run five kilometres or fastest that was pretty good that people were getting out of that people would never run or even hill walking see how popular that's become mm-hmm. people bouncing up hills at the weekend every weekend <laughs> what about you mate? Um, I think like again work uh, is a big one for me because I have been pretty much working from home since um, starting March um, we're now obviously at the end of August so um, I had never really bothered working from home. Like I had the option, never really done it that much. Um, so to to then be forced to work from home for like months, uh, like at a time, right the way through, is quite different. And um, I think as well, just I I'm I'm one of these people who I do things really erratically. So like I'll just nip to Asda and buy like food shopping for like those like the next two days, and then go and and at the start you're like only essentials and I was literally going in buying like Terry Shop oranges <laughs> I was like well but uh, I, I think just like stuff like that where it's just like it's it's changed the whole landscape like anytime I go to one of the supermarkets you need to literally stand in a queue with your, with your mask on and wait to be told that you can go in because it's almost like a one in one out capacity kind of thing as well so it's really weird that way do you guys still forget masks when you go out all the time I, I literally have to keep mine in my pocket because if you, I that's a G string, mate. <laughs> <laughs> they're mine. Just put that in your face. <laughs> you, know, you got to get us a demo now for live streaming. 
you are an all black. You do look like you're about to rob something. Aye, right? I would take, think I was getting mugged off. if I seen you coming. I take that off. <laughs> it looks better. Um, <laughs> I think uh, from my sort of side of things is that there was a lot that was different. I think my routine went out the window, and it, it ended up that I was staying up to ridiculous times in the night and sleeping till later in the morning. Um, but my partner was really good. She got us in a routine that. We can't sit on TVs, etc. until late in the evening. We'd go out walking or whatever during the day, so we did get a bit of routine. And what I was going to go into next is that there was a lot of positives about it. So looking at this side, in our working lives, we're all roughly the same age, no fucking jokes. Um, but we are roughly all the same age, and that will be the biggest break we will have in our working career until we retire. Let's be honest. Wasn't a break? I had to work for the whole thing. Oh, well, sorry. So the but it's the biggest break. Biggest break you've for had me. In your working career. But fair um, enough, right? So we can't talk about that. But for positives for you guys, what sort of positives did you get from it? This is going well. Go go with him first, because the most the most. I know. If you know, I think um, I think it, it, it kind of taught new skills in terms of like. You need to adapt very quickly and especially in the work and even home situation and just in general like adapting to like the new version of everyday life because um I would go and see one of my mates just randomly just go into their house and sit and chill and talk shit. Yep. Um <laughs> and um it's stuff that play golf or anything like that and for a long time you just couldn't do it. So you had to kind of content yourself with your own surroundings and for some people they got driven absolutely star crazy or they made the most of it and adapted and a lot of people have obviously done and a lot of businesses as well have done a lot of improvements that's why you see so many so many businesses that have like done up shops and and all that kind of stuff and then you see a lot of people getting interiors kind of redone and stuff like that as well so i think it's given people time to do maybe what they wouldn't have had time to do yeah. Um, but definitely adapting has been something that's been quite a positive. Biggest positive? I think you're just about to jump on it as well. Go Aye. for it, mate. We made this podcast. That's why we're, <laughs> that's why thinking, we're sitting here. What have I actually done? But side projects, that's, that's a great point like this, but you need a lot of time to get it started, but then it should be relatively a little time you need to input going on. But I side projects, so if you've got something you're working on, I won't say what, but you've not finished it and you've been spending potentially years trying to finish it, you've got some time to work on it. That sort of thing's pretty good. I think mm-hmm. there's been a lot of COVID projects that people have just dropped now that lockdown's been lifted. But I think the good sense from from us is we've kind of been bitten by this podcast bug, yeah, and we've just kept going and streaming as well. Streaming as well, yeah. It's just it's kind of funny how it all incorporates into one. But met some really cool people doing it as well. Some not so cool people, but yeah, some yeah, people, yeah. some scary people in chat. But that's <laughs> some most people they've they've been brand new. Yeah. Oh, who was it you guys were speaking to last night? Welsh, Welsh Dragon, Dragon. Welsh Dragon yeah. Gaming 1 to give them The Dragon, shit. yeah, Welsh Dragon mm-hmm. Gaming 1. Definitely go check him out. He had 16 at one point last night, 16 years on our team. Was it? I, well, I think it was over 20 at one point. He, I know, I know he, 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 was, he was quite happy with it, so... Oh, he was really happy. Um, the Mad Shagger was loving it, definitely. 100%. That's made its way in. Um, but I, and then even, <laughs> even like, yeah, people like um, Vic and, and Georgia... Um, and obviously Phil, who who you know, Craig, and he's obviously work, yeah. he's he's been kind of like in the um, Discord chats and stuff, and we've been streaming. And it's been kind of cool Absolutely to get to know yeah. people like that because it's it's people that I wouldn't have met, you wouldn't have met, most likely unless we had some sort of random night out with yeah. you and right. he was there. But 
now that it's through the stream, it wouldn't be an issue for us to all go on and a, a kind of night out and have a drink and stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's different, definitely. And because we are streaming this live, probably worth saying hello to everybody who is in the chat. Yeah, probably a good, good interlude. Mm-hmm. So, Vic, Phil, we won't give him his nickname. <laughs> Chuck's feedback's in, how you doing? Chuck, my man. And the other one's me, so we'll leave that. No, I'm not. just firing out abuse. But, um, no, I think... We would have never done a podcast if it wasn't for lockdown. Mm-hmm. We would have never been sat here now doing it. So that has to be an advantage. To be fair, me. if we weren't doing this, I'd probably be max level in Destiny too. Probably, mate. Like, You'd probably be a stone heavier. Fuck. <laughs> mate, that's one of the negatives. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel bad. You just put me off track. I, j- I would just be playing golf constantly. Still. Golf. We've actually got surprisingly good at golf. One of your friends. Oh. <laughs> Do you know we have just came back from golf today? Who won? You did actually. Exactly. So we're getting it. Um, one of myself and Bundy's friends has actually got dead into golf. Has <laughs> <laughs> got dead into golf and he never really played before. So that's been good getting everyone into that. And it's quite a frustrating sport. But it's one you can go around to a can, you know, you can have a laugh with your mates when you're going around. It's good fun. Or cans. Cans. Plural cans. Plural cans. But... Um, yeah, I'm just kind of looking at my notes being really unprofessional, but this is probably a good way to break it up, so work, let's talk about work, because we all work in different sectors, even though Bundy's and I's job can be similar to a little bit. Mm-hmm. Start off with you, actually, How how's your work changed with the whole the whole setup? It's got, it changed quite a lot, because um, from, from what I do, we deal with the hospitality sector, and also... It's, but it's more like we deal directly with, with businesses. So businesses that were doing really well, um, but in a really good place, and especially some of the bigger um, groups and chains that had multiple businesses under them, um, they are now coming to us and saying, um, like, we're really struggling. Uh, what can you do to help us? And that kind of stuff. Um, and it's just, it, it's really kind of strange because the people who you may have thought would have struggled quite a bit, um, are doing really well. There's some independent businesses who have thrived. Um, so it's just it's a really mixed bag. And I think like in terms of work for me, it meant that even though I worked entirely the way through, there was pretty much no work to actually be done. It was more checking in and seeing if everyone like how they were doing and what their kind of plans were, um, what they were going to be doing are they going to be closing the doors are they going to be remaining open um how are they going to adjust and how can we help them adjust so um that was very different from our normal um conversations and stuff that we have our our kind of customer base so Mm. it it was a completely new skill it was almost um it was almost like a like a total new job in, in a certain way because i would never have phoned someone and been like so how are you guys doing like what what are you planning uh, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? It used to be pure um, and and really focused on cool. You're doing well. What kind of orders do you want? What what do you what do you need to keep going? Not like how 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 do you survive? So that was quite quite uh, a challenge. It's quite um, before we jump on you. It's kind of probably good advantage really because the work that Bundy and I do, um, we both deal with the hospitality sector. So that's bars, restaurants, hotels, etc. Um, Bundy has more of an interaction through email and phone call. I actually work for a spirits company. Um, they own a wide range of both Scottish and Japanese spirits. 
There's a space for their sponsorship if they're interested. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think um, Alex and McCallum will be sponsoring us anytime soon. But it's so strange because my day-to-day job, as much as it would incorporate sales, um, it would also incorporate a lot of training um, events, so whether it be a gin tasting, whether it be a cocktail class, um, whatever it is, it's quite different now that to take away that whole face-to-face interaction um, with people, now everything's done through email, phone, etc. It's so difficult. So, for example, I had to do a virtual testing with the guys who own the V&A in Dundee. Oh, really? Aye. So I'm not quite strange, did that? <laughs> well, I can... It's pretty much like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but I converted my kitchen to a bar. Oh, really? So I had it... We're quite fortunate. Oh, I've seen the pictures, yeah. 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 So I'm actually quite fortunate we had all the podcast stuff and the kind of skills that we're learning from that because it allowed me to be a bit more pre- proactive and actually do this virtual tasting at home. So it went really well, but yeah. it's so strange because now we're starting to have that face-to-face interaction and you're kind of like, we can't do events. I can't come behind the bar and work with you. I can't really sell you anything because, to be honest, most people are either closing down or struggling for money. As mm-hmm. is. It's the big chains that are surviving. Mm-hmm. Um, your small independents are struggling. So it's it's really, really surreal. But one thing I did find at first, people are very, look, leave me alone, let us get settled. Mm-hmm. But the way in which it's standing now, I think people are a bit more um, receptive and are actually wanting to have a bit more human rea- interaction because it's right. been, what, four months yeah. that people haven't had that human interaction. So um, we kind of we kind of tie in a little bit. Of uh, especially because like, a lot of them, like you said at the start, they were kind of like these alone because they, they, especially the hospitality sector, they had to make sure that if it was like a pub, club, hotel or anything like that, they had to make sure they had all the kind of like PPE and and um, if you go into some pubs and restaurants and stuff, you'll see like the the partitions and stuff in between booths and all that. So they obviously have to do the same as kind of kind of what we do, um, which was learn very quickly what do I need in order to to open and be um, able to open and to make it so that we are not one of the places where we're going to have an instance of this um, like break or a breakout of this uh, this virus because. If that happens, then the likelihood is they'll shut for another undisclosed amount of time and and potentially not open again, especially for the independent um businesses as well. So, it's been really really weird that way because, um, that's something that if you had said at the start of the year, um, like, what do you think will be happening this year? I would never have said a global pandemic. So, is your offices now? They must be closed because like mines has now declared that they won't open this year. Yeah, we're pretty much the same. I don't yeah. think we'll go big on that. I actually heard that um, local authorities, which will be across the board, it's going to be April next year. Mm-hmm. Well, which this kind of allows perfectly because you're in a totally different scenario to Bundy and I. Yeah. What's what's happened with your work? What's what's well, the score there? We've basically been told that offices are only for certain people, and they've started spreading them out. So, see when you go in. There's only certain desks you would be able to sit at. Obviously, people mm. have specialist software and stuff, so it is a bit of a nightmare. Um, but I'm only part office based, so when I'm out and about, we're allowed to do that. But there's so many more rules and regulations about where you can stand at a roadside, that kind of thing, how you have to get out of the way of people, how you have to mark what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's pretty insane, and it's a job that I would typically do with someone else, mm. but I'm now doing it by myself. So there's more rules and regulations come with that, especially if you're out and rural areas and stuff, you know, but um, uh, working from home isn't something 
my work was ready for and they've had to order ridiculous amounts of hardware so uh, like laptops because some people just didn't have laptops and some people don't even have wi-fi that work where i work so they can't they can't have laptops it's bizarre did you not see and it was sky that put in the largest order mm. ever in the uk for desk chairs because what happened was they'd done a health and safety assessment yeah and they declared that obviously it wasn't safe to people for people to sit in like mm. wooden sort of dining right. chairs so they had to actually send desk chairs to all their staff i might be wrong well they basically they gave every every staff member the option of do you want to have a desk chair and are they even desks like you can get anything you can get on mm-hmm. monitors you can get desk chairs you can get an actual desk anything at all because obviously um especially with like it being obviously one of the kind of biggest companies in the uk they need to make sure that they're doing everything that they can to try and support because yeah. they're a quite quite a diverse uh, employer as well so they're worked um, on something similar the idea was you could buy it but, or you would get it provided to you but when you went back to the office it went back to the workplace mm-hmm. that being said we all know what it's like sitting an uncomfy chair and desk for say eight hours a day mm-hmm. five six days a week which is why Triumph chairs were a great option if you're going to be sitting gaming after it. <laughs> My genitals are I really, really place. hope that these sponsors are actually showing up on the screen because if they're not, and I've just. <laughs> it just looks like you're fond of <laughs> Just here. Discount's right here. <laughs> um, it's crazy. Do you know what? If you guys not realised, maybe, especially you, Bundy, how little people actually need to work in an office to work, mm-hmm. how little you actually need to work with others on certain things I think as much as fingers crossed there'll be it'll be eradicated by next year there'll be cures yeah there are vaccines the world has changed forever now I think in some circumstances and I think employers and workplaces are looking at it that we can operate differently now because mm-hmm. they could potentially save money from it they a lot of the banks have tiny offices hundreds of employees and you have to book a parking space you have to book a desk and everything so no reason other places can't work like that. I think uh, working from home is only going to suck me. I'm about to knock over the microphone, but Bundy's in saving the day. I'll tell you one thing I can't deal with, though. See, when you're at work, there's some people that you just... It doesn't matter if you email, you phone, you can't get a hold of them. You have to just go and see them. Mm-hmm. There's nobody to crack the whip on the people now. Nah, you're just stuck. See if they reply. If they can't be bothered, fuck it. You can't get anything from them. No, but... That, that does my head in. I think... Because I don't know where to live. I think it doesn't matter what happens with COVID going forward. I think work will change forever mm-hmm. now for a long period of time. Certainly. There's companies that have already came out and said, like, we're just scrapping our offices, everyone's yeah. working from home. And um, even, like, when you look at, like, the gaming world, um, there's been a lot of postponements on, on certain games because they've had to then adapt to working in an office and then working from home and stuff like that. What one Days would that be? Daisy yeah. 2 would be one. One that I had to move my fucking holidays for and <laughs> stuff. Um, but even things like cyberpunk and stuff like that I know they've already moved previously but I think they were like we want to make sure it's the best and we want to make sure that the work that we've done from home is going to can, like, carry over and be the same quality so um, ones like that I've done it and then I know that obviously Halo Infinite was another big one as well what's um, happened with Valhalla Assassin's Creed Valhalla is that still going ahead spent, they haven't said anything about delays so um, that should be end of next month you know the um, new Call of Duty it was announced quite late you think that was delayed before they released the announced it no I think that was, uh, that was always I think that was always going to be because the Warzone was doing so well there was absolutely no point in them like announcing it early because a lot of the time it, it, like Call of Duty tapers off towards the end and then that's it but Warzone's just been as strong as ever so there was uh, just no, that right. was like an absolute play by then so they were really smart doing that but as I say games like Halo Infinite and stuff 
again postponed until um, after the launch, which is quite a, a a hit for Xbox in my opinion. But it's a massive hit. Um, it's something that obviously just shows you that no matter how big the, the you know, these companies are, I think every every single um, industry has been affected in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Halo was the big blockbuster name for. No, yeah, that was a flagship for it. Yeah. It's, we've talked about this before and we'll not get too much into the gaming side but PlayStation in regards to exclusive and what's going on has a lot more than mm-hmm. um, Xbox and I think it is, it, that is the case mate. but um, I think no, Halo, Halo You happen to like more of the exclusives for No, I PS4. think this year from what PlayStation have done Right, we'll leave uh, We're going to go back This is a two-hour conversation uh, Mr. PlayStation sponsor here will jump in but um <laughs> What I want to do is, so I want to separate, stop it, I want to separate this bit into three things, right? Right. So I want to talk about three things that have been completely changed since lockdown. Mm-hmm. One being supermarkets, mm-hmm. one being hospitality trade with bars, mm-hmm. but another one needs to be online sales. So the likes of your Amazons and stuff. The fact that Jeff Bezos um, just was, I think he was the first person to 200 billion. Yeah. So... They've now just became the biggest account. company, Amazon, in the world. Uh, wow. It's now overtaken Microsoft. To be fair, have you guys ordered at least, let me think, 10 things off Amazon? 10 things more than you would have normally since uh, the start of lockdown? It's uh, just, it's just it's one of these things that, like, like, why I know that it's just going to be a hassle for me to, to go into one of, the, one of the like, shops or, oh, or anything like that. Um, and... I could just go on Amazon and order it or someone will just come to the door with it. Mm. Um, and I know this is another weird one um, when you say like online, but um, takeaways and stuff as well. Like um, the whole like when you order on like one of the takeaway apps or anything like that, you, you'll see like contactless delivery and like, somebody just literally comes and like leaves at your door. Um, on the <laughs> listen, I got a takeaway quite a lot because I am a greedy, greedy guy. But just stuff like that, where it's just like, like even they've had to adapt, and the fact that, like that was something that used to be really like normal, uh, which is now changing. So it just goes to show there's not really anything that's not been affected. You just think, like, in regards to online sales. So I'll give you some examples. So for anyone within the UK, within our area of Scotland, one of the biggest gin companies is um, Eden Mill. Mm-hmm. Thanks, mate. Eden Mills online sales they declared were up three hundred percent during lockdown. Crazy. Well, see if you're it's not community just... work, you don't need to drive in the morning. So you think, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll have a beer tonight. So hopefully my work aren't watching this. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we had a period of time before we got fully furloughed, lockdown, etc. Um, that we were working from home, and a lot of what we do is like cocktail stuff and drinks, and we were making it sometimes at ten o'clock in the morning for social media and. When you make a nice drink, you know what I mean? You're like, well, it's not going down the sink. But um, I was going to um, I was going to touch on sort of the bar and hospitality side. And I think I would argue they've been the hardest hitted. Um, hitted. Hitted. There we go. There's, there's the first fuck up for today. The hardest hit trade. Um, they've just been fucked over at every possible moment. For example, what's going on at the moment? You can't 
have live music in a venue mm-hmm. because supposedly it makes people raise their voice and shout, mm-hmm. which helps the passing of saliva, which helps the spread of COVID. Mm. Even, even, even. So you can have live sport, but it, 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 you can't have it at a high volume because then people would be um, talking over that at, 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 at a loud volume as well. So have you have you been a bars or pubs recently? That's no, the, it feels like there's no atmosphere. Very, it just no, feels very quiet, and because people are more spread out. There's less people in, so it's quieter anyway. So people, there's just no background sound. It's bizarre. Mm-hmm. It's I think one of the weird things as well is, um, like, there there actually has been instances, especially like one of the, the main ones being up in Aberdeen, where one of the, the like a nightclub opened. So bar, what's the name and shame that <laughs> they deserve it? Right, and um, they um, opened up, and th- th- it was an absolute like nightmare because they, it was honestly it looked like some sort of like festival or gig because there's so many that people that like went and um and what happened Aberdeen got in lockdown because there was a breakout and you're like and I think everyone in Aberdeen that hates that man like <laughs> and, and that's him because they he single-handedly has fucked other people's businesses and livelihoods so yeah mate I'll tell you I'm, mem- I'm a member of the Aberdeen bartenders page hmm um, through my work they've all got one they're actually big serious things you're sitting there giggling I just um, think I do that every shagger in there <laughs> is it just you <laughs> just me mate but um, you should have seen the stuff they were saying and can you imagine right, you own your own business and some dick doesn't play by the rules forces everyone in just to get a quick buck mm-hmm. and you have to close your business these these little independent bars if they're not open yeah. They're, they're at risk of going bankrupt, you know what I mean? They need that income. Yeah, that's what annoys me, it's the fact that one person has thought, what would have made another couple of hundred pounds if you're lucky? Yeah. Couple of grand at a push, but he's put how many businesses potentially out forever? Mm-hmm. That could be them away. One thing I will say in the hospitality side of things, um, some people done really well. So I'm friends with someone who owns, a, it's like a little sort of, bar, cafe, just really basic, but really good food, nice drinks as well, really friendly atmosphere. And what they've done is they tailored what they were selling through takeaway. So obviously they converted to takeaway like a lot mm-hmm. of bars and restaurants did. But what they've done is they played on things that were going on. So for example, we had the amazing weather. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of people outside having drinks. So they'd done like an afternoon tea set. So it would have like Prosecco's, cakes, etc. all built in a package. Also there was the side that there was a lot of parents at home with kids that were driving them bloody mental yeah um so they done like pizza kits create a home with your kids sort of mm-hmm. being a bit more interactive and their sales were up compared to normal mm-hmm. there's other ones as well so i know obviously some distilleries and whatnot and they focused their business onto online doing a bit of sort of interactive tasting similar to the sort of format that we're doing now for the podcast um, and their sales shop and now they've changed their business and they completely focus as a sort of main target your sort of online sales yeah there has been a slight dip with people going back to work but i think it's fair to say again i love who used to are both looking the opposite way when i'm talking so, so just because there's a question the came in but when you go i will jump into that you said to watch the chat to be fair yeah no sorry um Fucking oh there we go i can't see it for the logo somebody's followed na nazar nazar is that how you pronounce that nazar 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 thank you for the follow is that correct? Really appreciate it. Um, for so anyone every who... time somebody follows out, no, I'm kidding. No, don't, don't <laughs> ask for later. But um, no, I think um, the way in which online sort of purchasing is going to change forever as well. Going back to Amazon, Amazon are now 
going to be selling groceries. Really? Um, what is that going to do to small independent shops as well? We were just in the town close to where we stay and we were just um, walking up the high street and there's like a, a fruit and veg shop, for, for example, um, and I, I like, I'm into my cooking and stuff like that and I like to go and, and, and get like fresh, fresh, uh, fresh fruit, fresh um, veg and that kind of stuff and, and make it with that. But I know for a fact, because I am, very lazy <laughs> like if i can save myself a journey and just get the same standard of food delivered to me via amazon yeah you would i'm doing it true do you want to go for the question that we had uh, well i suppose there's kind of a couple of comments as well so let's go through vic said how do you guys feel about this being the new normal with quieter pubs lack of atmosphere as you and so eloquently just said and having a cap and capacity. having a cap of capacity in venues there's a couple of comments. Uh, Phil said he understands the necessity, but it does hurt the experience a bit. Georgia, mate, says so she set up a PC in a room full of spiders for less. We have to be grateful, and we are. Especially really Bundy, because he is terrified of spiders. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of When you see a big, muscular, good-looking, handsome guy like me, you think I'm not scared of spiders, but I will run, all right? <laughs> I will sprint. How do you guys feel about this being the new normal? Do you know what? I feel like... I feel like it's it's taken a, a wee bit because it is that is a new normal and that's never going to be an easy thing. But I think it's I think it's been a, been something that everyone has adapted to in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. But I think it's more. I, I I'm not really bored about the the processes and procedures and regulations. I'm more bored about the social aspect. Yeah. Like. Um, me and you and were were in um the supermarket the other day and we seen some someone that, that we know and it was we all had the mask on and everything like that and it was just kinda of weird because like you like I can sit there and smile and laugh, but what you're seeing is this. Like and it's just like it's just not the same, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like it's, it's really weird. It's a really and you can't help but notice it where we are like, interacting with someone. So It's difficult, isn't it? It's so uh, hard to communicate with a mask even today, so we we went out playing golf and then we went and got some food with somewhere that Bundy recommended. And Bundy knows the guy and obviously I was trying to interact with them and talk to them, but the guy's looking at me saying, just like, what is this guy on about? And it's so difficult to kind of have I that. got a posh accent. Quite clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use mind of answer the sort of more Barry questions. Yeah. So it kind of fits. Yeah, I've got one more hand on this. Um, I went to Edinburgh the weekend before lockdown started and obviously it was... Even as it always is, we went to Brodimir, which is always full, and it was so loud constantly. And we went out to Edinburgh what was that, a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. So in yeah, fact, from in fact, the fifteenth of July, maybe it was reopened. A month before we went as well, I think uh, myself and my partner went through, it and it was dead. It was quite scary seeing how empty it was. And then obviously the three of us went out recently as well, and it was still quiet. There was nowhere that was full. The one thing I would say about the bar trade is that stay away from your Wetherspoons. Um, just just because they're wankers. They are wankers. They're scumbags. Support your small independents. So, a lot of my mates that I know own bars and stuff. And what's going on at the moment with the restrictions of how many people they can get in? There's two factors. The first factor is that it's a lot of it's weather dependent. A lot of people are converting their outlets to have outdoor trade, um, beer gardens, etc. But what happens is if rain starts or bad weather, 
they're losing it sometimes over half the capacity that they can have. The other thing as well is, is their booking system, so they can now plan ahead and have certain times where people are obviously in, because they can't just have people turning up constantly being turned away. But the big problem that we've seen already, you all right? I'm plugging in. Oh, I'm plugging in, isn't it? Who the fuck is that plugging in? Yes, actually, not signal, but that's fine. Oh, I need to. Just we'll go in the back in case we're There we go. Something. There's a view for everyone. Oh, oh, I forgot the cast. <laughs> but um, the, no, other, no, the other big thing as well is that I've kind of lost what I was saying. This booking system that these guys are doing, and obviously the QR codes and track and trace. There's so many people booking, but they're then not turning up. Mm-hmm. So these these businesses are losing a lot of money in regards to people not turning up where they could have someone and eating. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's such a same so if you book somewhere go. just go mm-hmm. and if you can't go give them notice because it's just not fair it's people's jobs at the end of the day people think oh it's fine we'll just no go that's someone's job if you haven't phoned and said look we can't go even if you cancel they can now have someone walk through the door and say have you got any tables yeah. they can then say well we've got a cancellation at this time you can come back do you know what I mean so I've got two wee points on that one is that say places are at half capacity if you're don't. Good idea. <laughs> Don't because it makes noise. <laughs> if if you've got half capacity, one person not turning up is worth double to you, really. Mm. So it's like two people not turning up. That being said, have you guys been anywhere? But I don't know if it's just Scotland, but between Monday and Wednesday when the half price offers, yeah, eat out to help out. Yeah, eat out mm. to help out. So all the food and drinks, as long as they're not alcoholic drinks, are half price. Mm-hmm. But the restaurant or bar or cafe gets compensated for that basically so they, back. yeah so they'll make the same amount of money and whenever i've been out during the monday wednesday places have been packed the rest of the week they've been empty but especially those three days it's packed. a good thing though because i like I, i've been out a few times and we went up to like um one of the restaurants and got like it was like um went up with my old man and he got um i got a starter main dessert he got a starter main dessert um, I had two pints. He had two, um, like, um, lime and so so the water lime, and it was like twenty two quid. And I was like, it's mental. What? <laughs> like, because you didn't think it, but like, usually if that was like say like forty five quid, that would be normal. But you don't when you think like you need to help out, you're like, oh, that's going to be like like a tenner off or something like that. But literally like twenty two quid for a meal like that, it was a good meal. So stuff like that, where like that's probably one of the positives to come out uh, definitely. But, um. Like you said, it is, it is really difficult because those places, as much as they're getting compensated for it, they're still having to adjust for like the the capacity. Yeah, they um, still can't run at full capacity. Yeah. And it still leaves bars behind because well, if it doesn't apply to alcohol, then... Well, they say the actual fact for bars is in Scotland, 10% of bars will shut is what people are uh, really? forecasting, 10%. I don't think it'll be that high, to be honest, but I'm not too sure. But the thing is with the eat out help out scheme is that it's I think it's it's a brilliant scheme. The follow scheme was brilliant by the government as well. We're not going in the political side though. Um but you've got these massive chains, obviously they're trying to bring back money as well. Mm-hmm. But it's meant to be for people who have been on the verge of closing down. Mm-hmm. McDonald's and Pizza Hut and these places, they aren't on the verge of closing down. Yeah. They're going to yeah. change the way in which they operate, potentially lose some staff, which is a shame, but you can't run eat out and help out in massive chains and then still expect it to be as beneficial for small independence. That would no, be more But we'll move away from that. There's been one more question in the chat. As of go for it. What's your tattoo there, lad? I'm assuming that's referring to Craig. Which one? I've got quite a few. Get a top off. Come on. <laughs> I can't. We'll get banned. <laughs> get get your sleeves rolled up. Monday, we, Monday can show some. 
Bundy, you've got a few, do you not? Know? We'll in... Some that are safety show. Oh, hey, yeah. Looks like he's about to. I have uh, a large tattoo on my arm that's like a half dragon, half koi fish swimming up to the moon. Let's get a closer look. Could you think of anyone who's listening to this on. Um, this makes my... excellent podcast material. Plus, it's worth a lot of funny, but here's the only tattoo that I've got actually. It's. <laughs> <laughs> For yeah. anyone listening and not watching, no, that's fine. Next, uh, I also <laughs> go, have, go on Twitch and look. Oh, I have some them. tattoos here, Rose, and my mate's name <laughs> here, <laughs> um, stuff like that. Yeah, so, so, um, I've got quite a few. Um, I'll give you my my diary of notes. <laughs> Take that. Uh, so I'm not gonna go and this has took a turn from COVID, but fuck it, let's do it. So I have a. Uh, I've got a Hulk tattoo in the inside my arm. I'm a big Marvel geek have been since I was a little boy. Uh, I've got a massive dragon down the side of my arm. Very, very into my sort of fantasy stuff, as is Bundy. Um, random one, I've got raindrops or just above it with the number 11. It was the song that got me into music and got me playing guitar, which was November Rain by Guns N' Roses. The tie-in is the 11th month is November, raindrops. Yeah. Um, Scottish rugby tattoo. Um, I actually played for Scotland. Youth. <laughs> slap again. Slap. I can I get that slap noise? Um, I, I played for Scotland youth team when I was younger. Loved rugby. Um, bit of a. Now it's going to get Stop really slapping yourself. It's getting weird. Um, now you it's. You have to listen to this. <laughs> Somebody's got headphones on. They're now going. Oh what the fuck! But um, bit of a serious one. I have a semicolon. Unfortunately, I lost a good friend a few years ago. Um, due to suicide, men's mental health. So. Um, got a little memorial of him. Um, instead of it just being a normal semicolon, the actual top of the semicolon has sunglasses and a red mohawk, like he did. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, this uh, is my favourite because there's still you know stories about it. This is my favourite tattoo. So for anyone who's a massive Elder Scrolls geek, this is the Alderaan's Wall scripture from that. Um, so when I first got it tattooed, it was just the, just the font, no rings around it. Sorry, you can't really see that. I got a tattooed upside down <laughs> so what I had to do is I had to mirror it underneath so it looked like I meant it and then got the rings added but it's it's actually my favourite tattoo and then last of all but you know I've, where to tell stories with it right, at least this one so he gets he gets people who seem maybe weird or not quite right or crazy or drunk <laughs> or on drugs coming up to him saying excuse me mate what, what does your tattoo say or what language is it in and he has to go it's actually dragon speech, and all of a sudden, Craig's the weirdo, <laughs> which is the best. Is that part. Arabic mean? No, you, you would Arabic, love, you no, would dragon. love, see when you're, you're out for drinks and stuff, the amount of people come up and go, I know what that says. And I'm like, oh, nice. And then I just wait, and it's like, that's Arabic for your name. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, it's not. But um, last of all, as well, I do have a big fuck off tribal ego. Um, I used to do a little bit of folk communion when I was younger. Um, yeah. Did you? Yeah, I did when I was younger, mate. Um, That's a weird thing to know about you. Good thing. So tattoos. Um, what's going on here? No, ignore that. I'm just okay. Um, I'm You're just going to ignore the chat. So I'm just looking to sort of no. It's a very good stream of phrase. Fuck the chat. Touching the shop side. What? What lockdown? Covid's done to supermarkets. I know Bundy talked a bit about it. But... Supermarkets have kept going. There was a mad race for toilet roll at the start. I remember <laughs> that. That was, that was weird. Let's be honest. That was insane. I mean, I think everyone did wash their arse in the sink at least once. 
Nej, okej. Det är just det show. Costco, places that you could bolt by. I mean, that must have hit places quite quite badly. And it was just surreal going into a shop with everyone going around like it was a conveyor belt. Everything's one way. Um, the fight videos that came out as a, as a result. Oh, it was like it was Black like, Friday. It was like Black for Friday. Toilet roll. Anyway, but we move on. Toilet roll, um, flour, hand gel, hand gel, bacon, bread. bacon powder. Because yeah, you couldn't get bread. Bacon powder was a big one. Uh, self-raising flour and stuff. Um, what else was there? Chat. Can you remember anything that was that you couldn't get? <laughs> Do you know what was funny? Morrison's funny enough was that was actually one of the ones who started selling self-raising flour in like an actual paper bag. And just like, like uh, and they used to put it at the end of an aisle, it's so just that even as it <laughs> so that you they used like people would be like, where is it? And they'd be going down the actual aisle, and then everyone would miss it. So for like a good week at the start, I got all my self raising flour. So fuck you guys. Well, do you know the big thing against me though is that you queue to get in, right? And obviously it's like added pressure on the people working in supermarkets. Big shout yeah, out to them by the way, because yeah, yeah. obviously we gave it big shout out to the NHS as well. Obviously they've done an amazing job. No one spoke about retailers, the poor bastards that had to deal with that face to face. The poor bastards don't need to deal with retail anyway. Having worked in it, that is fucking agonising. You can't say what you want to say. Let's be honest. That's why I look 40 and I'm 29. <laughs> I know. I'm scared of that one. But um, the, the, the thing that got me is that. I keep mentioning it because there's only three years between us. But everybody queues, you keep all your distance, you have your mask on, all your PPE. Somebody just, said we're Flower Flex Bundy, couldn't uh, agree more. The man from Flower. Oh, you're talking about that, bit Pete. No, that's fine. But um, we're going to get a little view of you again in camera. There we are, jump across, mate. Oh! <laughs> Woo! Uh, again. But what did you think that people obviously queued mm-hmm. to get in, mm-hmm. but then you get into a supermarket mm-hmm. and it's just a free-for-all? Aye. So what, what's the point if you're going to keep your social distancing? I think like some some places, some like more built-up areas, it was quite enforced and stuff like that. But like like where we live, like it was just do whatever you want. The one the one thing I honestly genuinely felt really bad about was like the at risk people, especially elderly. Because mm-hmm. I remember like I I went into a, a supermarket and there was this old guy and he was like trying to like navigate the one system. And obviously he's taking a wee bit longer. This was right at the very start, and he was just panicking and he wasn't he, he was struggling to find his stuff and it because usually he would kind of do it at his own leisure. He might be in there for five minutes and we'd be in, in there for half an hour an hour or whatever and um like it, it was he was like looking and everything he was picking up if it was like getting running low he was asking everyone behind him or oh, do you need this I, like i won't buy it if you don't need it if you need it or sorry and i was like nah like this isn't happening so i was like listen like if you don't mind i'll come with you tell me what you need and i'll get you and i'll put it in your basket and then you can go and, and sort sort it out for there. And even just like something as wee as that, because he was like, right, what I need now is this. And I'd be like, cool. And I'd know where it was. I'd go and I'd grab it for him. And see, at the end, he was so thankful. He tried to give me a tenner and things like that. And I was like, leave it, my man. It's fine. But just like, because no one really kind of, everyone was going and bulk buying and, and rushing in and trying to get toilet roll. And, and no one was thinking about these people who were at risk or elderly and, and that kind of stuff. And, they were getting absolutely shafted. So I think the supermarkets very quickly had to adapt to that. Yeah. And for, from my personal experience, they've done quite a good job because they made it so that you're only able to buy so, so many at one time and that kind of stuff. Um, and there was a lot of supermarkets, uh, even though it wasn't properly advertised, which 
buying the media, which is a shit. Um, but they were actually given to um, like old people's homes and um, charities and and like places that work with um, like people that are at risk or people with disabilities and stuff. So that was actually quite good. See if that calf peeps one more time. I'm gonna go out and batter it. Where's, where's the guard dog now, mate? I don't know. Um, he's not getting to see Bundy's guard dog, unfortunately. Um, I think I see what you were touching on about obviously looking after the elderly people. Mm-hmm. Covid showed people for their true colours, oh, especially right. within lockdown. You've mm-hmm. seen, unfortunately, how selfish people can be, yeah. but you also seen how great people could be. So I stay in a little village, and there's a mix of an older community and sorry, I call myself middle age. Oh, I think you were the older community. Uh, sorry, um, <laughs> but sorry. we we're really fortunate that we all have like low fencing and. We were all out in the back garden, socialising with each other at distance, obviously. Yeah. We were doing shopping for one another. I actually helped my neighbour build like fences within his house. And we all helped each other. And it was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. And it was good to see, like what you said about, obviously, looking after the older gentleman. It's, mm-hmm. um, it's nice to see both sides of the coin. But unfortunately, I think for the majority, especially within supermarkets, you've seen the left-hand side, which is the kind of selfish side, mm-hmm. which is a bit of a shame. Because you're back... And I'm going to totally throw you under the bus. As you're Mr. Environmental, tell yeah. us about climate, animals, invading cities. Do you want to touch on? Because that was a massive positive. Yeah, I mean, part of my job is to look at sustainability. Um, not the biggest advocate of an electric cars or this kind of thing, obviously. But um, <laughs> definitely not with a Capri, mate. <laughs> I will keep that. I'll keep that some years now. Car episode. That's my plan. We'll plan into that. Um, Yeah. So, if you you have to report all the CO two emissions from every local authority in the UK and Scotland reports it as a whole. And what's quite good to see is that everything plummeted huge amounts. But as a country, we're still able to function. Some issues, but on the whole, things are going down. What's scary is that wasn't enough to bring us to where we need to be. Mm. So there does have to you have to have that plus that's a huge incredible. culture shift. That that's what scared me. When I seen that in action, I thought, "Fuck! What we the changes we're actually making are minuscule." Especially with like see places like abroad and stuff like that, where like Venice was with the water. one of the places, uh, and like dolphins started kind of returning. The mm. water was obviously like clearing up. Uh, yeah. If you ever been to Venice, you'll see it's literally like. Green. I remember you telling me about spank. the smell of it. Oh man, especially on a hot day, it reeks. But um, what was it like? It was actually you could actually see the bottom. It was getting proper clear. So was it Spain that had the pigs, the wild pigs, uh, migrate into the city centre? Wales yeah. had goats. Big shout out to Wales again. <laughs> we know a Welsh dragon. But, yeah. but uh, stuff like that, and then just like the fact that like a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of places were actually seeing. A difference, and it shows the fact that if we as as like humanity as a whole take that small amount of time off, like as as a kind of united front, so to speak, mm-hmm. the difference it can it can have environmentally, like across the board for for animals, and you know just in general the ecosystem, whether it be. Because even stuff like deforestation that took a a, a big dip as well, um, mm-hmm. and and stuff like um like like pollution in terms of the, the actual ocean again taking quite a dip, um obviously there are still things that happen like the Mauritius oil spill and stuff like that which unfortunately can't be avoided but 
Um, that could uh, have been avoided, but we'll save well, it for right. separate. But um, but like things like that, where that like it was kind of one time thing. Whereas, it just kind of goes to show the impact that we have every single person from day to day life uh, on Earth as a whole, which is crazy because we've got all these celebrities and 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 people with social media platforms who always kind of practice and preach to save the environment and say that we can all do our part and i think for for a lot of people they were like the attitude to that was all right we can all do our part but i think this has actually proved that that is fundamentally true um you can who's a prick sorry this is just a wee interjection no, yes. go for it. i'll tell you who's a prick leonardo dicaprio i love him and everything he's mm. in he said he was a big environmental campaigner and he saved like he's he saved so much in terms of the environment mm. however and they were talking about who wants to be the first people up in SpaceX to go into space first. Regular mm. people. He was volunteering for it. A rocket that burns so much fucking fuel. Mm. The emissions equal like however many thousands of cars running for so many hours. He wants to be up in it. And he's like this big... Anyway. Continue. Oh. <laughs> I just wanted that we ran. Ah, that's fine. You okay? You alright? I think I'm alright. <laughs> You're alright, that's fine. Um, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but but you, you can't stop... It was understandable. Some industry stopped. So that's why emissions were down, because some factories, some production lines just weren't working, and so supply chains to like forestry, for example, as you mm-hmm. said, they're going to start up again, but they shouldn't make that much of a difference. Mm-hmm. See, we'll, we'll close it up in this, and let's keep, let's close up on a positive. So I know we've probably answered some of this already, but it's just to kind of round it up. What's, what's the benefits of the whole situation? Like, let's not dwell too much on the mm-hmm. negative. What's the benefits and like how has it changed what you do, your mindset, how you actually operate within life? Because I would hopefully argue that this will never happen again in someone else's lifetime. And people mm. will talk about this in the future and say, Jesus, how did how did people deal with this? Mm. Um, Bundy, what about, what about you? I think it's something that like as soppy and as as like weird as it sounds, but it does genuinely kinda kind of give you an idea or, or give you a kind of mindset that like you really shouldn't be taking things for granted um and even if it is just spending time with your mates if it's doing a, a kind of sport that you enjoy a hobby that you love that you can't that you can't do that, at that point in time and just the fact the, the impact that it had on people's mental health or, or because of things like that was massive and i think that it just goes to show that the day in day out activities that people uh, enjoy are so crucial, and are really are a necessity in in some cases because if we don't have that, then we as people can can often feel quite unfulfilled um, and quite left wanting, uh, which is quite quite a, an unusual feeling that not a lot of people can appropriately handle or deal with. Um, but I think definitely that's a, a positive to to kind of take away is to keep in keep in the back of your mind that when times maybe do get a bit tougher or or when things do kind of challenge you or, or on a kind of day to day basis or or whatever else like this is something that we've got through that hasn't really happened at this scale anyway since the Spanish influenza or the Black Plague or whatever else. Um and it, it it goes to like show that we have came a long way in the in the way that we've handled it, 
yes, there's been a, a, an absolute huge number of deaths and stuff, and there's there's some countries just under a million now. Well, right, there, there's some countries that that are maybe not hand, handling it as well, but look at look at the epicenter that started all Wuhan. They're they're pretty much back to normal. Um, so I think it's something that if if done correctly, countries like New Zealand who probably have done it the best yeah. um and had and handled it amazingly they that goes to show that you know if people work together and and are united on that same front like i keep saying um we can then learn not to take what what we had for granted and enjoy it so um that's why i know that we've been playing a lot of golf and just shooting shit and just chatting and that kind of stuff and trying to mm -hmm. um doing a podcast and make you a famous streamer as well. exactly <laughs> Well, well, what about you, mate? Same question. I wrote down a few things. One is that previously the people that I work with are people that I wouldn't have seen that often. Typically, I wouldn't phone them as much or you know get in contact on. But with this, it's almost like it's like a free pass to do it because it's like it's not strange, it's not unusual, it's not out of the blue. You phone people to check up on them more. I've almost got a, a weekly routine of people I phone up or I go <laughs> visit now, just to check how they're doing. Um, Again, routine. I got up and do workouts in the house now. That's something I never would have done, but because I've got the time where I'm not commuting to work, it's not the same as going to the gym or going to training or something, but, you know, try and do something in the house, whether it's weights or a circuit or go or run and stuff. Same. Being able... <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> Being able to do project work, whether it's this podcast or any project, whether it's learning a new skill, whether it's, you know, fixing something in the house or a car or a shed or something. And uh, finally is that I've saved an absolute ton of money on petrol the past That's few been months. Amazing, Again, petrol, climate change, bit debatable, but I think I've filled up my car once just at the start of lockdown, once in the middle, and that's it. I must have been about the same. Steve. I think the positives for me will probably be very similar, similar to the boys, but one um, one thing I've learned about myself is that you don't need much to be happy. Mm -hmm. You don't, yeah. like, I was more than happy having that routine of up in the morning, taking the dogs a really long walk, a uh, really long walk, fooling about the house. You, you, you. What's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> the way in which your day to day actions changed. Mm. Um, I don't know where I'm going with myself. Completely lost track. <laughs> Pretty much that. What I learned is that you don't need to be out running about the place. You don't need to be. Um, in bars all the time. Uh, it's, can you take it slow and do what makes you happy, can I? Yeah, and one of the big things as well is that you don't realise how much time that you actually physically put into like the likes of work. Mm. And I'm now sitting and reflecting on my work thinking, do I take a step down, make a bit less money, have a bit more of a relaxed sort of work-life balance. Work balance? Because the big thing, you notice how little you matter during lockdown mm -hmm. like everything that you well, I see you but you think about how stressed out you get about work how like all the silly little things but during lockdown it just didn't matter yeah. it's just it's just get on with it the real people who matter were obviously still working and doing a great job but I think the big thing as well and as cheesy as it sounds is that the whole podcast side um, has really kept me going um, and we forced ourselves to learn new skills as well and it's been transferable. So, like I've seen earlier about virtual tasting, yeah, yeah. I would have never been able to do that if I hadn't had a little shot of streaming, yeah. doing a bit of video editing, having the equipment that we have as well. 
Um, and I, I think it's a bit of a testament that we've kept it going after lockdown now and we're looking to progress it and I think we're seeing that gradual progression. 100%. And if we're going to lighten up and Craig says equipment, he means he's... No, raise it, raise it slowly. Like what? <laughs> he's glowing cock-shaped microphone. Thank you. That would be a HyperX podcast. <laughs> HyperX podcast. <laughs> what I'll do is just, just before we close on, um, we're going to quickly interlude for people who are listening to the um, podcast live. You won't hear this, but we're going to take a short break just to talk about our stream features for this week. Uh, we'll do that later because I've no heard for them. That's fine. So we're going straight into a game if anybody wants to play Quiplash. <laughs> Um, and lower the tony things let's fucking do it yeah. also um, before we forget um, Vic has been kind enough to post it in the chat join discord um, when you're in the discord um, give it a shout if you want to join the minecraft server that Craig has been nice enough to launch um, also what's the name of the server and the time and server no what's the real name of the server Bundy? oh you mean the, the discord server what's the name of the server mate just a tip good luck um, <laughs> Um, but, <laughs> but, uh, but um, no so if, if you want feel free to join um, we usually do kind of discord calls even if one is a streamer will jump on um, and just have a bit of a laugh um, everyone that's in is, is genuinely a nice person um, well, and up for a laugh yeah. See, um, we're in it we're in it I, I, mean, I, I mean a part of us I mean a part of us uh, and um, again check out Crucial Rum go on and Triumph Cheers that's quite a um, like this. <laughs> and also, and I looked away from the camera and I actually looked at us and seen what we were doing. You still both playing them. Fuck me, we're doing this on stream. And uh, obviously, keep in, keep in mind, um, although this one was live and it was on the time in Twitch where we are streaming um, pretty regularly at the moment, um, Spotify, iTunes, or Podbean for the actual podcast in the previous episodes. Um, let us know on Twitter uh, at Time and Podcast 1, Instagram, Time underscore in underscore podcast, or just search Time and Podcast and you'll find us. And let us know if you have any feedback, anything you want us to do, uh, and if you've ever got any game requests, give us a shout. This happens every time. I've just looked at an answer to a question for about half an hour ago. What? This happens every podcast. Twitch has grew like fuck because people are in the house and can watch it and can stream. Yeah, anyway, that's yeah, all, Craig. No, I think I think that's been a good good little interlude for COVID. We've kept it fairly positive as much as we've touched on some things that could be deemed as negative. Um, the boys obviously have done a good job plugging um, the socials um, sponsors etc do not turn that light on that's for the next stream what you'll now see is for anybody who might not know us already this is us being very sensible for our podcast episodes after this we're going straight into a live stream with our community we've still come up with a nickname so boys I'll vote the shaggers no <laughs> no 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 it's got to be it's something with the name it's got to be something with the name but um, diamond shaggers <laughs> You just put me off. Shaggers. Just the dip. <laughs> Let me just close this. So, yeah, we're going straight into a live stream that's going to be interactive with the guys. We're going to do a bit of clip flash, maybe a bit of scribble. We'll take it from there, please. We've got suggestions in the group. Well, two people oh, say the Shagger at the same time as me. No, at three votes to zero. It needs to, it needs to link in with the brand and the name. We are now the Shaggers. Welcome to the team, lads. <laughs> We've done it. Can we not do... What was it... Um, was it actually Georgia that was calling us Time Lord? No, I'm not saying call us Time Lords because that's fucking shit. But is there no, something... Whoa, whoa, Georgia, if you're listening. <laughs> listen to him, all right? I've got your back, all right? Exactly. You're a real shagger. He's just yeah, part-time, part-time just, shagger. Just a tipper. 
Just a th- no. Right, let's get, wrap it up but and we'll yeah. get in the stream because I want to play Quiplash and actually say the things we want to say. <laughs> so guys, we're going to stop the stream and group back together. Um, we'll be back on in five minutes. Say ten. So for UK time, um, quarter to five. Um, this has been episode fourteen of the Time In Podcast, yep. and um, we're all together for the first time. So yep. thank you very much. And Cheers, we'll guys. See you soon. Cheers. So our streamer feature for this week is going to be Fahrenheit Fever. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Craig? All good. Um, all good. It's just the two of us doing the streamer feature this week because obviously we couldn't do that live as Fahrenheit Fever will know after how difficult this was to get set up. Yeah. Uh, so would you like to tell us where people can find your stream? Yeah, you can find me on Twitch. I stream pretty, I try to stream every day, and it's always pretty late at night. So, I mean, depending on time zones, like you guys were saying, like it could be 6 a.m. for you. It's like usually around midnight my time. So, okay, bear that in mind. Forever up early for work, we've got a stream to watch. Definitely. (laughs) Early start, Ewan. (laughs) So, why did you start uh, streaming? Uh, So, I actually just enjoy watching Twitch a lot. I realized I was, I watch people play games all the time. I'll check out the just chat and stuff. A lot of interesting people on there, cool stuff. And I just kind of thought, you know, I could do this too. I love playing games. I'm playing games all the time, so I should any, get into it. So. Any standout inspirations? So any sort of uh, content creators that you look up to? Uh, <laughs> there's uh, the one person who actually got me to download Twitch is, uh, do you guys know Critical, Moist Critical? Recognize the name. Yeah, I recognize he's, uh, name, though. he's like a long-haired guy, and he's just he's just really funny. And he plays games. I've been watching his stuff for years, so he kind of got me into Twitch initially. Oh, that's awesome. Well, my next question yeah. was going to be, why did you start streaming? That's perfect. That's ideal. It's kind of similar to what we've done with podcasting and that we just you see people do it and you think, well, I'll give it a try. How hard can it be? And anyone who's ever thinking about it, I think that's the best thing you can say to them. Try it. You know, give it a yeah. test. So what do you do slash play on your channel? Uh, I mean, I'm still kind of in the Battle Royale craze right now. I play a lot of Apex. Yeah, Call of Duty, I kind of, I've kind of fallen out with Call of Duty a little bit, but I'm getting back into it. Uh, Hyperscape, a new one. Yeah. And then uh, just like horror games. I've been trying to play a lot of horror games at night. Mm-hmm. So I always get on real late, get a little spooked with the audience, hopefully. <laughs> have some fun. So. Awesome. Awesome. I like that. I like that. Hey, Craig? Um, I was going to ask um, if you could tell us a little bit about your channel and your community and any sort of goals you're kind of working towards. I know that's quite a big question, but yeah, I mean, like- I'm still super new. Like I just started probably less than a month ago, so I don't really have a community yet. So just getting that community started, just everyone having a good time. You know, you see me on, just jump on, chat with me a little bit, just having having some fun, no stress. Perfect. Have you well, reached that affiliate yet? No, I haven't. Okay, is it the followers or the average viewers you're needing to increase? Uh, the average viewers I still need. Okay, so guys, mm-hmm. if you can, keep a window open and check this guy out. Maybe leave a window open with it on in the background even, if, you, if you're if you working or something. Or if you can, tune in, leave him a comment, say hi. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd really appreciate it. We'll get our Discord community involved as well. We're all about um, working with other people and try to return the favour. So we'll, we'll look to do that for you as well. Yeah, for sure, Ooh, for right. sure. So... That kind of answers any any particular goals, anything you're really working towards that you say, that's where I want to get to or I really want to do something exciting like this or release this sort of content. 
I mean, uh, the dream I feel with everyone who starts like streaming is like to reach partner and like start bringing in like, a, you know, have a whole self-sustained kind of community there. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I'd be happy with just affiliate and just to have a good, small, strong group of people. You know, we're just having fun. So, because I mean, I'm having fun either way, and it'd be cool if other people join me. So. No, it's it's smart to keep it measurable. It's um, the guys will tell you I very much like to jump the gun. Um, but what we've done so well is this um, step by step, just baby steps. Achieve one thing, go for the next, go for the next. Yeah, um, appreciate the so, goals. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So this is this might be a difficult one. Now they can be dead or alive, and it can be it doesn't have to be a stream on it, it can be anyone. If you could have one famous person join your stream, who would it be and why? Mm. I think I'd have to go with uh Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, oh, okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Like <laughs> That's a good one. I think he's hilarious and he's like so down to earth and I love his like narrative style. I think like just having him on a stream and just talking would just be super entertaining for anyone to listen to. Nah, yeah, I get that definitely. That's funny because they, they, we've had two streamer features so far and they've both picked streamer. Mm. Uh, good call, good call, my man. Yeah, I mean, it's something a little different, you know? Yeah. Never expect to get Chappelle on Twitch, that'd be cool. Yeah, that that <laughs> would be unusual. <laughs> wonder what game he's playing. <laughs> So what does what's what's the future hold for you? What what do you think's next? What's the next the next stage for yourself? Uh, I'm gonna try to hammer out a schedule for myself because right now it's just kind of I jump on when I can, <laughs> and uh, I just got my last year of college started up, so I'm kind of juggling classes and streaming right now. So after like a week or so, I'm hoping to have like an actual dedicated schedule. So hopefully it'll be a little easier for people to catch my streams. Awesome. Yeah, it's 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 not easy. We, we we're a team of three, so we're quite lucky that we can balance and have other people kind of pick up bits here and there. Um, mm. God knows how you set up a schedule <laughs> on your own while speeding a student. Um, it's good yeah. effort, definitely. definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, um, where where can people find you? What go plug? Don't be shy. Um, oh, your social. Uh, just, not, we'll have all the links just, in the description, but definitely just plug out all your socials. Yeah. All right, yeah, you can uh, find me on Twitter at a uh, Fever Fahrenheit or on Twitch at a uh, Fahrenheit Fever. Okay. But uh, right now, I don't have anything else. I'm gonna branch out to YouTube and Instagram are my hopes. Uh, I don't have them up, but just follow my Twitter. You'll see me update that awesome. about those all those links. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you very much. Cheers.